What happens to your country if this American aid doesn't arrive? sovereign territory of, uh, of his neighbors. And so if you're a Baltic state, uh, you're really worried about, uh, about you know, whether or not you're next. Uh, and, uh, and so uh, they, they know Putin. They know that what he's capable of. And quite frankly, uh, if, uh, if Ukraine falls, I, I really believe that uh, NATO will be in a fight uh, with, uh, with, with Russia. Generally, it's time to expire. Chair, I recognize you. The bottom line on nuclear weapons is that when the president gives the order, it must be followed. There's about four minutes between the order being given and the people responsible for launching nuclear weapons to do so. As president, I will make it clear that the United States will treat cyber attacks just like any other attack. We will be ready with serious political, economic, and military responses. They're voting for peace on planet Earth if they vote for Trump. But if they vote for Hillary, it's war. We came, we saw, he died. <laughs> with her, you'll end up in World War III. I want the Iranians to know that if I'm the president, we will attack Iran. Right now, Senator, for us to control all of the airspace in Syria would require us to go to war against Syria and Russia. The U.S. military has just raised the threat level to DEFCON 2. Meanwhile, Hillary Clinton is still threatening Russia with military action following unconfirmed reports of further hacking. It's like she's not even concerned about the repercussions. Of course Hang not, on, because she's... Really loud noise. All right, looks like we're having a little bit of technical difficulties. We'll try to get Leanne back on in a few minutes. The year is 1995, and InfoWars launches the last of America's counter-globalist probes. 
in a freak mishap, InfoWars.com and Alex Jones are blown out of their trajectory into an orbit which freezes his life support systems and returns Alex Jones to Earth 25 years later. later. Transdimensionally, over the space-time continuum through full space. Where people are extremely lazy. The social engineers are there laughing. What we envisioned 100 years ago, 20 years ago, is now reality. While the society unravels, men run around totally frantic, not knowing how to be men, and women run around frantic, not knowing how to be women, and they don't understand that it's an animating contest of life and that it's fulfilling to be informed, it's fulfilling to be involved, it's fulfilling. InfoWars, tomorrow's news, today. Welcome to hour number two, my friends. We have products that'll change your life that are amazing. I want to sell you products that really work so you want them again. But if you don't support us, we won't be here. Plus, you really need Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 95% curcuminoid. The strongest other top brands are 75, 80%. Nobody makes it 95. We went to the top, one of the top makers. We said, we want the strongest you can make. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 40% off, InfoWarsStore.com. We have Nitric Boost, 40% off. We've been selling Nitric Boost for a couple years, never had it below 25 because there was hardly any profit there. We went to a place that gives us stuff just as good or even better. It's where we're getting it from. And it's 40% off passing the savings on to you. Nitric Boost, you need to experience it, you need to take it. So InfoWarsStore.com for Nitric Boost. And so many other great products as well, like Turbo Force, 10-hour clean energy back in stock. InfoWarsStore.com, Turbo Force. Waging war on corruption. It's Alex Jones coming to you live from the front lines of the InfoWar. ties into the insane biomedical system we're facing. We'll show TV viewers overhead shot, please. We have Pierre Polyvier, the guy that'll probably end up being the next leader of Canada, who's totally anti-globalist coming out and saying, we've just received these documents. Trudeau has been covering up a massive security breach at the Trudeau government, most sensitive laboratory, where the most dangerous viruses and pathogens are studied and handled gain-of-function, bioweapons. Trudeau's government, head of pathogens, was collaborating with members of Beijing's People's Liberation Army. Now, what does Senator Paul talk about? Fauci held conferences called in support of gain-of-function, how to accelerate gain-of-function. Now, they were already caught robbing the bank with the Wuhan lab and the leak and then the poison shots. 
But then we have emails going back to 2014-15 under Obama when Fauci was running this program and the scientist at Chapel Hill, North Carolina, on record back then, said this is as illegal as hell. They're doing gain-of-function, turning the common cold with coronaviruses into stuff that'll kill you deader than a hammer. So they moved the project to Wuhan to have plausible deniability. And now Victoria Newland, the ambassador to Europe, admits that, okay, the U.S. does have biolabs, like Putin said, in Ukraine. That's why we got to go to war to stop him from getting it. I got that clip. You want to see it? It's right here, overhead shot. You want to see it again? I'm not making this up. Told you that three years ago before the Russians invaded. And I was the big evil conspiracy theorist. But I want to go to our guest because this all ties in together with it. He's a very busy man. We appreciate his time. With Congressman Matt Gates exposing it. But just remember this article. American Heart Association, this is all confirmed, was paid off by Procter & Gamble to say heart disease was caused by saturated fat from beef or pork or chicken or anything. And it's not. It's seed oils that absolutely you're not designed to eat that just to kill you dead in a hammer. They knew this decades ago, and the documents have come out in lawsuits. They paid them off to cover it up. So th they're doing this on a lot of fronts, not just the genetically engineered mRNA gene therapies that... Depending on what insurance company numbers you let it look at or what government numbers, the numbers are conservatively 17 plus million, up to 23 million dead. They admit life expectancy dropping in every Western country, fertility nosediving, cancer is exploding. It's all parabolic. The disease, the illnesses are going straight up. The fertility is going straight down. And then you've got the rubber meeting the road the pathologists, the coroners, the undertakers, the embalmers, the, 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 the people that see it, and, and, the, and the people that run the mortuaries, the people that run the graveyards. And there's just record level amount of people dying, getting buried, particularly children, because it's rare to see a bunch of dead kids. And now they tell you on the news, it's regular to have heart attacks when you're five. So we'll go to our guest, but I wanted to just dovetail. This is a big picture here. Here is the man who is in the lead to be the next prime minister of Canada with the man that says he admires China's dictatorship. Breaking the news in Parliament of the incredible information they have. Here it is. We've just received these documents that Trudeau has been covering up for years documents related to a massive security breach at the Trudeau government's most sensitive laboratory, where the most dangerous viruses and pathogens are studied and handled. We have learned that the Trudeau government's head of pathogens was collaborating with members of Beijing's People's Liberation Army who are responsible for bioweapons and bioterrorism. We know now that uh, a People's Liberation Army official was able to gain personal access, walk in the door, look at computers, 
It has access to all of our most important vir virological secrets. Let me, if you think any of this is hyperbole, read the report yourself. And we've got that linked up on Infowars.com. It's even Politico's covering it. Pierre Polyvier is Canada's next Conservative Party leader. He is the leader. Okay. So, one more clip and we'll go to our guest for the balance of the hour. And I appreciate his incredible courage out of all the amazing embalmers and, 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 and undertakers out there. He's been, for what he's exposed, the, the most prominent of a lot of really good whistleblowers. Uh, but here is the uh, U.S. Secretary of State minion, uh, Victoria Newland, working with Ukraine to prevent biological research facilities from falling into Russian hands. Remember, just a year ago, they said it was a conspiracy theory. The same bio labs that U.S. always denied existed and knew nothing about. Here, here she is in Congress. Ukraine has uh, biological research facilities which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. Okay, but then we have this headline, Infowars.com, Canadian head of pathogens collaborated with the Chicom military at Winnipeg Biolab. And Trudeau covered it up. All right, John O'Looney joins us. He's with Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services. John O'Looney runs a family-owned business in the UK called Milton Keynes Family Funeral Services. He and his family have worked hard over the past few years to create and grow the business and have had the honor of serving a massive number of families with personalized caring services. And uh, he has uh, spoken out against the white clots that nobody's ever seen until now. Also, these coffee grain uh, clots that he's been seeing in the bodies he deals with. And the website is mkffs.co.uk. So we have funeral director John O'Looney joining us. Uh, John, thank you so much for watching your stuff uh, the last few years as this has unfolded. I know you've been censored. I know you've been uh, attacked. We really appreciate you. Just in summation up front, and, and then you can drill into it. Tell us about yourself. Tell us about your work and what you've witnessed and, and then where you think this is all going. Hello. Um, my name's John O'Leary. I'm a funeral director based in Milton Keynes. I've been a funeral director for 18 years. Ten of those were spent working for a big main funeral provider. And then I jumped ship and set up on my own eight years ago. Um, and I've been a funeral director, obviously running my own funeral home ever since. Talk about what you began to, to, to witness, because a lot of people know who you are. They, you've had hundreds of millions of people see your videos, but for those that don't know who you are, describe the process of what you normally saw and when you started seeing uh, these new developments in 2021. So um, in 2021, early 2021, um, I saw a video from a guy called Richard Hirschman who's an Alabama-based embalmer, and he talked about white clots that he'd been seeing. And we were struggling to um, embalm deceased in our care. And we thought initially that the, uh, the embalming pump wanted servicing. So we checked out the pump. The pump checked out fine. We then had a young guy in who was 30 who died suddenly, and he, his family had asked us to embalm him. 
we started that process and when we opened him up and tried to embalm him we found that he was full of white unnatural clots um so the way it works is there are two types of death alex there's an expected death and an unexpected death now with an expected death um if we're embalming someone we make an incision under the collar line in the carotid artery we insert a pump that pumps formaldehyde around the body using the circulatory system and we're able to do that um with people that have, have not been embalmed but where an embalming has taken place the coroner removes the organs does blocks of slides and checks and tries to ascertain the cause of this sudden death then he places the organs back in but clearly during the removal of those organs it compromises the uh, integrity uh, of the circulatory system so you can't do it from one point of the carotid artery and they have to be manually targeted and when we took the organs out of this young man and we targeted the the arteries you can see the physical obstruction uh, obstruction in the arteries and when my embalmer's pulled it out, he's pulled um, a white clot out the entire length of this young man's leg. And that has uh, continued throughout 2021, 2022 and onwards. Absolutely incredible. And I've literally seen hundreds of different embalmers and undertakers talk about this, show videos of this. I've had dozens of them on the last few years. But I've looked at the medical literature and then I've had pathologists on, I've had coroners on, I've had. Uh, medical examiners on, medical doctors, and they say they're seeing the same thing. I see reports by the big big German pathology group saying, we've never seen this before. So, but 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 you see way more than a pathologist does. You're you're again right there, kind of on the river sticks, as people are going over the other side. And and, and I know that your profession is one of the oldest in the world, one of the most scientific. I mean what you do, it's different today, it goes back to Egypt, is preserving and embalming the body. Nowadays, I guess it would be to have the person look good to say goodbye at a public event or an open casket and, you know, give some great closure to people. So I think you do great work, hard work. Uh, but, but you guys are an ancient science. I mean, you, you guys have been looking at dead bodies for 4,000 years. That's and correct me if I'm wrong. This all comes out of Egypt. And, and, and now you're seeing things suddenly in 2021 you've never seen before. Exactly that. I mean, I worked for the coroner the 18 years I've done, I've done seven years of that was spent working for the Northamptonshire coroner. My uh, job was body recovery. So I would go to pick up uh, deceased people from all manner of places, be that RTAs, uh, road traffic accidents, suicides, hangings, literally sometimes pieces of people um, and all manners. And whilst I might not know the Latin phrase for every nerve and ligament, I could certainly look at the inside of someone and tell you if it looked normal, yes. And, but it's not just you, it's the pathologist, it's, it's, it's the coroners. They're all saying they're seeing what you're seeing. You just see as 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 the folks doing the embalming, you you do the dirty work, and you guys are saying universally. I've had a bunch on. You've never seen what you're seeing, and, I, and you already talked about it. But go go into when you first started seeing these, and when the alarm bells went off. But it's not just the big long three foot long clots, right? It you you're saying it's also what we're hearing about coffee grounds. Yeah, so the coffee grounds one is is almost like rust. That we're seeing the blood is rust and it was interesting because i spoke to one mortuary manager um over in uh i believe it was stoke mandeville and they um happened or was it john radcliffe one of the two anyway but this particular girl she said that um in her words it turned the blood to glue 
you know, and this was some time ago. So it's common knowledge within the industry. Some people are talking about it. Some people won't talk about it. I suspect some people uh, who are members of certain societies have probably got a vow of silence is the reality. Um, but it doesn't change the truth, Alex, you know, and I, I'm very much like you, where I've got a moral compass that drives me onwards and I refuse to stay silent. You know, they've tried to buy me. They tried to bump me off when I was in hospital uh, and um, they uh, uh, expelled me from uh, uh, an overseeing govern body, uh, governing body that I was a member of. It won't stop me from telling the truth and I'm going to te keep telling the truth. And I, it comes from, I can tell you, when I first spoke out three three years ago, uh, it was from a very lonely place. Um, not now because I'm seeing it. Uh, you know, uh, and other people are seeing it. So I kind of draw comfort from that and hope that this will all end soon and the criminals responsible can be brought to justice. That That is powerful information. And, and I was just telling the crew while you were talking, wow, when we post this later as a video or not live, put what you just said up front about the moral compass because I see this as a corruption operation. The average coroner, the average embalmer, the average mortuary operator, the average nurse or doctor is not corrupt or evil. But they're handed this fraud, the death starts, and it's scary to tell people, hey, this thing's happening, we're getting this big signal. And then when they are silent, now they begin to get captured by the corruption. And, and, and what's exciting is three years ago, you were one of the first people speaking out. I remember that. Now you've been totally validated. But I see you nodding your head. Give us, give us your view on that. Well, to be honest with you, I think what we've got is we've got a lot of good people doing very bad things for money. By design, we're all slave to the money lender, aren't we? You know, everyone is. We've all got bills to pay. So how long do you keep a secret before you then become complicit in that crime? And I would suggest, is it three months? Is it six months? At what point do you become complicit in the crime? And and uh, I think therein lies the problem. And I've racked my brain because a lot of these people, these mortuary staff, they're good people. I knew them beforehand. They cared very much about what they were doing and about people. They had that moral compass. Why are they doing what they're doing? I can only um, say it must be down to money. And the way I think it's probably been done is they probably, uh, and I would hasten to add, this is only me guessing, I'm guessing they were offered a sum of money probably in 2019 for a non-disclosure agreement, a non-disclosure agreement that simply states you will not talk about anything at work outside work. They're paid a lump sum, I believe, and they couldn't believe they are lucky. They took that money. Who wouldn't? They've then um, uh, been busy spending that money. 2019 has come and gone. 2020 has appeared. COVID has appeared. And they've gradually sunk in this quagmire totally unable to be able to talk about anything because of this non-disclosure agreement. And I would su suggest that it's probably um, where you'll get sacked, you'll get deregistered, and you'd have to repay the sum of money you had. That's my gut feeling because I knew these people. A few of them have got really strong will. You know, they're strong characters. I don't think it would be intimidation. I think it's got to be financial and an agreement they've made and they've become complicit over the months, you know, uh, and they're now... They've got no way to go. They've got no way to turn because they've been hiding it for so long. They're actually implicated in it now. And the reason you wouldn't know is because you broke out on your own, as you said, eight years ago. So the, the and, and we know they had them sign a lot of non-disclosures in, in the regular medical field. So we know that's going on. But describe for viewers and listeners and go wherever you want because you're the expert on this, sir. Uh, John Aloni's our guest, MKFF. S.co.uk, MKFFS. 
www.co.uk. We'll put it on screen here. About when you started to see it, uh, kind of the graph of how bad it's gotten. Is it worse now? Uh, has it has it subsided some because people aren't taking as many shots? Who are you mainly seeing this in? Well, uh, historically, um, obviously, being a funeral director for 18 years, you get a lot of experience in the field. I kind of have a good idea who should be dying when and in what numbers and at what ages. You know, hi historically, it's always been a seasonal um, uh, uh, it, business in that in the winter there are more deaths from winter flu and stuff like that generally the elderly and cancer is a very interesting one so pre to uh, prior to the covid rollout covid jab rollout we would get people come in who'd lost a loved one to cancer and they would have a cancer story alex and that story would be two years five years even 10 years long we're now seeing people that are coming in who are dying from cancer in eight weeks from being asymptomatic to dead and these are people in their 40s and 50s. You know, these are people who wouldn't normally historically have died of cancer. So um, I, it's very interesting. I had um, an email from a hospice nurse today saying exactly that. And I've had a number of nurses reach out to me, hospice nurses, and I've been putting them in touch with peers and MPs and, you know, trying to generate some momentum to get this truth out to people. You know, uh, the other thing we're seeing, I would say percentage wise, they're making great effort to clean up disease that released to me now. I know that. Um, the pathology that's been used is uh, you get two types of pathology. You've got regular pathology where a post-mortem is done. And then, for example, in a murder case, you've got forensic pathology, which is a slightly increased level of dissection, a bit more thorough, a thorough look. And I believe they're making great effort because they now have been very um, vocal to clean these deceased out. And primarily, we're not finding much inside um, uh, post-mortem deceased now. It tends so let's to be stop right there. Stop right there. I'm not a mortician like you or trained by a coroner, but I do, I've do. i studied the science just to understand it. Never before or very rarely, when the autopsies or any of that, they're not doing embalming. They're not cleaning out the arteries. They're not cleaning out the veins. You guys began to discover this when you just try to put the formaldehyde in to the you know, to the big arteries or the big veins to get the body ready. You couldn't get it through. That's what they all told me. I've had a bunch of bunch of people on, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, you suddenly, the veins were all clogged up, never before saw it, starting in 2021. And, and, then, and then now you're getting prepared or quasi-prepared, already cleaned up bodies. You, that's what you just said. So now the hospitals yeah. are having to do cover-up. Yeah, I, be, I believe that's wow. what's happened. They're, we're seeing different uh, tactics by different Let's just hospitals. stop. Let's stop. You don't believe it. You're an expert that does this for a living. Did you ever see yeah. this? Uh, hardly ever. When did you see bodies that you're calling, quote, almost basically prepared already? So they're having to do your job, clear cover-ups, what you're saying, before you get yeah. the bodies now. That is incredible. Yeah, I'm, I'm finding that certain parts of the body are being very much more dissected and i know that's to clean these bodies out i know these people are seeing what i'm seeing and when i first came across it i tackled the coroner i sent an email in i said look we've got this young guy and we found these uh really unreasonable clots inside him and this is an illustration of that show us again go ahead so this came out of uh, a woman's carotid artery um yeah so basically we made an incision we pumped the formaldehyde in and when we removed the pump there's back pressure and this fell out onto the tray 
from the back pressure. And this was inside this woman's carotid artery and would have been throughout our system. And we're finding this in around about uh, where they, they did um, Major Tom Haviland, who's a real gentleman, um, your neck of the woods. He did uh, an anonymous survey to all embalmers. And the, the estimate is it's around 30, 40 percent of the bodies. Some areas, it's 50 percent of the bodies. Um, we're seeing unnatural levels of cancers, for example. And I would suggest that many of these cancers are probably these inside people's lungs and arteries. That's my gut feeling. Um, because people are dying that just wouldn't normally die. And they're dying at ages they wouldn't normally die. And they're calling you know, it uh, they're calling it cancer. Yes, yes, of course. Yeah. Wow. I mean, this is unbelievable. Wow. And and and, and again, you could say, oh, the government it was an accident, but then you look it no, was it made wasn't. the it wasn't. Exactly. We'll speak so, to that. Let me tell you. So we got to go to break. Stay in, there. Uh, We're back in just a few minutes. Incredible interview. I'm going to try to shut up and give you the floor to just go over it all for people. But I want people to realize the magnitude of what they're hearing right now. And now they're covering up the bodies before they ship them to the mortuary, folks, because they know the people that have looked at thousands of bodies are going, what in the hell is this? This is unbelievable. And I know a lot of the morticians we talked to said they're seeing an increase. Even though the shots have stopped, this is increasing now. And is it getting into people that didn't take the shot? Is the shedding causing it? We'll talk to our guest, John Aloni. Folks, we've got incredible products you need. They're game-changing. I've got great products because I treat you like I want to be treated. Plus, that's just how I always operated. As I got older and smarter, I went, wow, that's a good business system to sell people supplements that really work well because then almost everybody that orders the products reorders it. But that's not how the globalists operate. They'll put out some drug that kills you and then run a bunch of advertising for it and just switch to another drug. Well, we got a lot of great products right now. Big sales been sold out for almost six months. Bodies, ultimate turmeric formula, 95% curcuminoid. Average turmeric pills are 5 to 4%, 4 to 5%, and they still work. I don't know why they don't go concentrated. I don't know why they don't give them something that works 50 times better. I mean, literally, it, it, it's crazy. I mean, I just said 50 on top of my head. If something's 5% versus 95%, that's almost 50 times stronger. 20-something times. The, the point is, it's a lot stronger, ladies and gentlemen. Body's Ultimate Turmeric Formula is available for 40% off at InfoWarsStore.com right now and everybody should be taking it. And, and everybody should be supporting the broadcast. I mean, we're doing really important work here and we don't get globalist funding. We're funding people like you. So this is your broadcast. It belongs to you. The, the ball's in your court. You've got all the cards. I'm in your hands. We've got great t-shirts, Team Humanity t-shirt, the nuclear family on it, Infowars.com, 1776. Uh, we've got the uh, new Gadsden flag combined with red, white, and blue uh, design I did that I think is a great shirt. Those are at InfoWarsStore.com. We also have Nitric Boost, now 40% off because we found out that who was manufacturing it for our manufacturer and went there and got a discount. So instead of 25% off, I'm offering a sale of 40% off, passing the savings on to you. Cleans out your blood, your whole body. Everybody needs this. Take action now, Nitric Boost, InfoWarsStore.com. It's about to sell out. Next level, Foundational Energy that has the breakdown of methylfolate, that is the breakdown of folic acid, that is the engine of your cells. So it doesn't have a stimulant effect like Adderall or caffeine does. That just stimulates the neurons. This just cleans out the cells and gives them more energy, and it's another level of energy. When I forget to take it, 
I really feel it. So I know you're going to love it. Next Level Foundational Energy, InfoWarsStore.com. Also, it's been sold out for a while. It's back in stock discounted. And this is a stimulant with a bunch of amino acids, key compounds. Memory and focus, super powerful nootropic. Turbo Force is time release. So it hits you in 30 minutes, but lasts up to 10 hours without the letdown. Turbo Force, InfoWarsStore.com or 888-253-3139. InfoWars is listener-supported, and we appreciate your donations. But buy a product and support your health, too. Nitric oxide is an important chemical messenger in the body. It promotes blood flow, and it helps nerve cells communicate with one another. But over time, our bodies produce less of it. Full of amino acids to produce nitric oxide, Nitric Boost helps raise the amount of nitric oxide in your body. Nitric oxide is needed for strength, cardiovascular function, and healthy neurotransmission. It helps to improve blood flow, which helps improve overall immunity. Get some today, now 40% off. Support your health and support the InfoWar at InfoWarStore.com. Leading a frontal assault on the lies of the New World Order, it's Alex Jones. If you are receiving this transmission, you are the resistance. Live from the InfoWars.com studios, it's Alex Jones. All right, John O'Looney is a funeral director in England, in the UK, and he's been one of the most prominent people speaking out for three years. Now they're speaking out all over the world, they're seeing the same thing. Weird blood clots, white blood clots, things they've never seen before, mass death, and we see the real numbers from insurance companies showing that. So I said, looks to me like this isn't an accident. You said, oh, no, it's not an accident, and, and, and the break was coming up. But people ask, why would the system do this? Because once they get the medical system to go along, now they're compromised. Now they can really depopulate people and get away with this. This is all a test in my view. John O'Looney, you got cut off of the break. Please start over when I interrupted you with, you were saying, no, this is not by accident. No, so um, basically, I've been very vocal, really, since the tail end of 2020, because there were no extra deaths in 2020. Um, and uh, we, I had a guy call me um, early in 2020. He said his name was John. He said that he was um, working for a government-sponsored company, and he was part of the pandemic effort. And he's the, the name he gave me was Pandemic Resilience. So. I, he said that he would call me every Monday and he would ask a number of questions. And I, um, those questions were, how many could I hold capacity-wise deceased? Um, where had I picked people up? Where from? How many? And how many were COVID? And, and this was at a time when the doctor had stopped attending. So I would tell him this information. I would tell him every week when he rang up on a Monday and he would add that to his, to his numbers. And straight away, he started steering me. He started labeling people as COVID deaths that weren't. 
when I asked him why, for example, I'll give you an example. So I picked up one guy from a care home. He'd been there five years. He had onset dementia. I spoke to his family at the point of arrangement. They agreed he'd been there five years from onset dementia. There was no doctor present, no COVID test done, yet he would insist he was a COVID death over the phone. And I would ask him why. And he said that's because they had one deceased that had passed away having given a positive PCR test. And they were instructed to label everyone as a COVID death from that point forward. So what happened was there were no more deaths than normal, but there were loads and loads of COVID deaths. So when it came to the beginning um, of 2021, everyone was begging for a cure and holding their arm out. And then people started dying. And I've been very vocal about this throughout 2021. Um, and in September of 2021, I took a call from a guy called Mark Sexton, who's a retired police uh, constable here in the UK. He invited me to a meeting in Westminster um, at a place called Birdcage Walk. So I attended this meeting. It was September the 28th, I believe, of 2021. And present at the meeting were Professor Dolores Cahill, Dr. Tess Laurie, um, Dr. Sukarit Bakdi, uh, Dr. Stephen Frost, Dr. Sam White, uh, a lawyer, Anna de Bissere and Philip Hyland, a barrister called uh, Francis Hoare, and a minister, a very senior government minister by the name of Sir Graham Brady. Now, Sir Graham is the commissioner of something called the 1922 Committee, and politics vary from country to country. But this is a guy who's the commissioner of a group of men who hire and fire prime ministers in, in this country. So there is no one above him politically. So... We all had five minutes because their time is precious. And we I abbreviated basically what I've, I've kind of skimmed over what I've said. Um, I then listened as it went round the table, all telling Sir Graham Brady their concerns. And I'll be honest, I just couldn't believe what I was hearing. They said that people that have had an active ingredient will die between years two and five and that there was no cure if they'd had an active ingredient. And my jaw was on the on the table. Then Sir Graham actually openly admitted it was above his pay grade and he could do nothing about it. And he said whilst he would try, he couldn't promise anything. And at the end of the meeting, it was put to him by a number of us that when people find out what you've done, there'll be civil unrest, the like of that we've never seen. There'll be civil war. I'm still convinced there'll be civil war if we don't stop this. He so, actually sir, I've openly, seen a lot of your videos, and I and I and I believe you. But the, I, did, I have not known this information. Start over and explain. You're at this high level regulatory meeting. You're on this board, yes. and they are they are confessing to this. So Sir Graham was told what would happen, and he said he couldn't stop it. You could see his face; he was ashen. He couldn't stop it. He said he would try, but he couldn't promise anything. And then he left the meeting. Now, we all went to this meeting um, universally. I certainly speak for myself and others that I've spoken to, thinking, oh, at last, someone's listening. You know, it's going to stop. We went there. He knew. He knew. And he openly admitted it was above his pay grade. But, 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 but put, what, uh, put what this, put, put the terms you used in layman's terms for us. So we told him what was going to happen. People were dying. People were going to die. They then went into the mechanics of how they were going to die from cardio issues, from the cancers, what would happen to vaccine recipients between years two and five post-vaccination. So Graham listened, and then he openly admitted he couldn't stop it. He said it was above his pay grade, and whilst he would try, he couldn't promise anything, and then he left the meeting. They knew what, that, they knew what was going to happen back in September of 2021.
Wow. And now look at the excess deaths. We've had 100,000 extra excess sudden deaths in the last 12 months alone. The people that are coming through here, they're in their 40s, 50s, 30s sometimes. They're people that don't usually die, and every one of them has been COVID vaccinated. It needs to stop, and it needs to stop now. And the people that have done this need to be held to account. To give you an idea, I've spoken to two peers this week who have contacted me to gather evidence to start asking the right questions. Because if it was for me, I'd burst in the House of the Parliament and I would stop it personally. But there's a certain way they have to do things, a certain protocol, a certain set of difficult, unanswerable questions that need to be answered. And that's the process. That's and by the way, John O'Looney, pause that on screen. That is William Shakespeare, real name, uh, first man or second person to take the shot, first man in the UK. He died very soon after it. So did all these other countless people. So people don't know what peers are in the UK. These are high-level government officials. These are members of the of the Lords, the Royals. House of Lords. Yeah, absolutely, House of Lords. Explain to people... So, Let's talk to what that is, but also explain they're now on mainstream media in the UK, in Australia, in Europe, in the US, because I watch it all, suddenly saying, oh, we never made you take it. And oh, yeah, it is bad. And don't worry. We'll... So it seems like they now know it's blown up in their face. Can, can you speak to that? Yes. Yeah. So I would say uh, I've been told by one of these peers in particular that these people are panicking now. They're running around like edgeless chickens because they know they've come on top. People have discovered what's happened. Um, I'm getting families coming in now who are not only going through the grief of losing someone, but they know the vaccines have killed them. I'm getting nurses. I've got 90 nurses details on my phone where, where I put out an appeal on Telegram. And I said, look, if you're seeing what I'm seeing in the hospitals, please get in touch. Dozens and dozens of them have. I've, I'm taking emails from doctors, nurses, um, politicians, more harrowingly victims, and I don't think it's it's beyond denial or doubt or gaslighting now. You know, Richie Sunak, uh, and he's unelected, he banged his pen on the table in Westminster the other day saying, these vaccines are safe and effective. It's utter rubbish. It's absolute utter rubbish. And I do wonder how long they were gaslight for, because we're due for them to usher in the World Health Organization here on May the 24th. And I think they will gaslight and stall and make fake promises until that time they can usher them in. They can declare. I totally agree. Stop, stop. I, I want you to get start over because you're really expert on this. Very informative. John O'Looney, a major funeral director there in the UK. For those that don't know, this, this UN treaty gives the UN through the governments control over our bodies, the medical response, lets them cover up, lets them quarantine. They built all these giant, whether you're in Canada, the US, UK, anywhere in the Western world, they've built these giant sprawling complexes. I agree. They got something big coming, and they don't want this to break before they release the next one, which will then cover up the last one. That That's my view. You cover up one story with an even bigger story. I think that's what you're alluding to, so I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. It's just You're saying such important things. Expand on that. Well, there, there are two major things that concern me. I, I mean, I'm 56 years old. Um, I've seen many governments come and go. They all make manifesto promises they never, ever keep. Well, one of those promises is successive Home Office ministers have promised to ease prison overcrowding. They've never, ever done anything about that. And yet they've chosen a time when they're allegedly we're in the middle of a deadly pandemic and we have the worst economic downturn since World War II to build uh, uh, 
loads and loads of huge multi-million pound prisons, huge super prisons in the middle of a pandemic and the worst economic downturn. You know, why would we need huge super prisons? The other thing of real concern is the 5G network that's gone up. Now, I've skimmed over the technology. I've spoken to many people who have reached out to me who tell me this 5G network can uh, it has the ability to influence nanotech and graphene oxide that is inside JAB recipients so that when certain frequencies are put out, it can induce adverse reactions in these recipients. By the way, and that's believe... not their opinion. That's in a bunch of Bill Gates and globalist patents. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yes. And that is what is going to happen. I, I believe that's going to happen shortly after May the 24th. And you know yourself, Alex, these people are Satanists. They're crazy. They're into numerology. And I'm kind of wondering if it will be perhaps the 6th of June or something like that, where it has real resonance with that. I think shortly after they install the WHO, they're going to declare another pandemic. And they've got the numbers now to be able to do that. And then we will see real tyranny across the Western uh, and developed world, where anyone that falls under the WHO jurisdiction, they will see it. Well, let's be clear. They put, a, they put a self-replicating glue or sludge into everybody. As soon as you die, it all congeals like water and oil separating, and you see it everywhere. And then suddenly Bill Gates and MIT, and there's literally, I've seen hundreds of patents obsessed with what is in the shots, replicating, saying they'll do a brain interface. They could use the 5G, and this is in studies, to manipulate what happens in the blood, or God knows what, but clearly they're building towards something big. Then we have Tedros freaking out, saying everyone hates us, no one believes us. I mean, I think that's the good news. We have Trudeau saying everybody hates me, nobody believes me. We have Klaus Schwab saying everybody hates us. So so I think it's blown up in their face, but they're still going ahead with the next leg of the program. I think that's what you're saying. Yeah, they're desperate now to usher the WHO in so that they can take a step back and the WHO can take over. And it's very interesting because we're seeing similar patterns of mass, uncontrolled, deliberate migration of young men of fighting age into Europe especially into the UK. That's being facilitated Who the by our UN exempts from all the shots. Yes, none of them are vaccinated. They're openly being housed in military and air bases and every bit of accommodation they can, they can gather here in the UK. Now, you know yourself, Alex, if you're fleeing a war, you're fleeing a tyranny, you take your women and children with you. They're your most important asset in your life. Well, they certainly are mine. If you're going to war, you go to war with the lads. And these are all young men, young men of fighting age. I've had military people that have re reached out. They've told me where they've trained them. They've told me the process. They sign the official secrets out before they get into the boats at France. Those boats are then broken down. The outboard motors go on one lorry. The boats go on the other. And they're sent back to France for reuse by our own home office. And it's the same program run by the UN everywhere. And so it's clear. When we rebel even peacefully and try to take our governments back, they just activate these hordes of military men to burn everything down. Well, there's a cultural disassociation. Traditionally, if you want to kill people of color, you put white soldiers in. And if you want to kill white people, you put soldiers of color in. That's that's traditionally what has been done the world over by these globalists. Um, so I would suggest that's probably happened. And these young men, unfortunately, they're coming here from the Far East and they hate us when they get here because of what our governments have done. And they look at us as responsible for that, for voting them in. Exactly. And we're not. It, you know, you're really smart, John. It, it, it doesn't it, represent it, me. It, it's Hegelian dialectic, exactly. Yeah, problem solution. You know, um, 
So, so I, I believe that um, come May the 24th, it's going to get very dystopian very quick. And you'll be aware yourself, you know, these rats, they know their game is up. They know that the, the Great Reset is, is suddenly morphing into the Great Awakening. So with that, these people have become particularly dangerous as they thrash about in the, in the death throes of their plan. You know, so I would say that as it gets really dark, and it's got to get dark for people to see it, for people to see that what people like me are predicting will come to pass, and then we will see it, and then we can end their tyranny. But it's going to come at great cost, like all wars. You know, victory never comes without cost. But the trouble is, because there are not bullets flying at the minute, and there's no blood and bullets everywhere, people can't see a war. There is a war very much being raised. Uh, well, that's because the, the bullets are coming in the form of syringes Needles. and propaganda. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And malfeasance in the hospital. I mean, uh, for your listeners, so a typical example of this to highlight this, um, one of the only antivirals they would allow inside COVID patients was um, a drug, uh, an antiviral called remdesivir, okay? Now, um, remdesivir was used extensively by Anthony Fauci in Africa, and he used it to treat Ebola um, babies that were deemed to have Ebola. Um, they were all asymptomatic. Now, he injected these babies, and uh, the mortality rate in them was 53%. That was remdesivir. Now, it's the only drug that the government policy dictated they could give respiratory patients that who were deemed as suffering from COVID in the UK. Now, what I want your listeners to do is go to Google and Google side effects of remdesivir. Side effects of remdesivir. And now there's loads and loads of links. A good Organ one is drugs.com. Um, difficulty breathing, difficulty swallowing, you know, shortness of breath, tightness of chest. Why would you give that to someone who is a respiratory patient? And then also factor in midazolam and morphine. I've seen them doing it in hospitals. I've laid in a hospital bed and watched them feed people on ventilators and morphine in front of me. And for folks that don't know, you, you, that, that makes you just die. It makes you stop breathing. Yeah, of course it does. It, it suppresses your breathing. Well, if you're already in there and you're on a, a ventilator, it's going to blow your lungs out for a start. And then if you give someone red visit, and it was very interesting because what was happening in um, 2021, I was picking people up from the hospital that I was told had COVID, they died from COVID, and the body bag was like half full of fluid. And I've never, ever seen that before in all my years. And I remember thinking at the time, what could that possibly be? Why is that, why is that like that? And they were all bloated. They were crying yellow tears and from the nose and from the ears. Uh, and even being gentle as you can, pulling the deceased over, you would mark them where, you, you know, because they're so bursting with fluid. And I've since found out the remdesivir kills the kidneys so the body can't process fluid. So you fill up with fluid and you drown, and there's your respiratory illness. There's your COVID. And they pre-programmed it. They pre-planned it. They paid the hospitals massive money to oh, do this. Oh, of course, yeah. They, they, massive money for everyone that had go. Everyone that went on ventilation in America, it was something like $39,000. Uh, the hospitals were paid. Uh, the, the, so where they buy drugs here for the hospitals, they were told that if they took remdesivir, they would give them a discount on the other drugs they bought. And I've had that off more than one person who's reached out to me. You know, and you know yourself, I think uh, I often wonder why people engage with me. I think because they know I'm not lying. So I get a lot of intel and a lot of people reaching out to me, people I would never speak to. So I gather a lot. And I think of I've never been deeply religious, Alex, but I think of the Bible, Ecclesiastes 118, where with knowledge comes sorrow, and with a greater knowledge comes a greater sorrow. 
And that is what I really, really feel at this time. But I draw encouragement because I'm telling you, this great reset is going to be a great awakening. And I feel privileged to be a very small cog in a big machine that's going to bring these bastards down. Exactly. If it was I can a, see it in you. We're going, to, we're going to do it, mate. We're going to do it together. Yes, sir. You're right, John. I'm so honored to talk to you. And you said it and earlier. Me, if, me, you. If bullets are flying, we, we, we man up and we beat it. But if it's covert... It's very hard yeah. to beat, but that's why they did it. That's but fair. now people are getting it and realizing how premeditated it was. And when I saw Fauci a month ago in his deposition, he looks like he's a dead man walking. And I don't want any he violence against Fauci. Walking. I don't want to turn him into a victim, but I'm saying he knows he's done. And I think in one of your videos I saw recently, you said, power structure, you're screwed, it's over. And that's what they need to know more of. We know you did it. We know you creeped up and did this to the medical system. And, and, and everybody else in the medical system... Within part of this, you better jump over to humanity and say no and speak out or you're complicit. So so what is your message 100%. to people that are on the fence? Well, I would say, uh, and I noticed this with Sir Graham Brady, back, even back in September, you could tell here is a man sitting on the fence, not quite sure which side to fall on. Let me tell you, there's only one side to fall on, and that is the light and the goodness and the truth. And it says in the Bible, only the truth will set us free. These doctors, they all know. They know the truth. And their window of opportunity to right that wrong and redeem themselves grows shorter and shorter. Because once May the 28th comes here in Europe, we've, uh, do you know, one of the greatest gifts your forefathers gave you was the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms and to be able to fight tyranny. We've got nothing here. They're going to mop us up in Europe. We are, I'm, I know the price I will pay. But I do that for your children and for your neighbor's children and for people that I will never meet. And that is, uh, uh, that, that's the one thing. I think a lot of this is AI driven. And the one thing AI can never take into account is the love that we have for each other, our humanity. And the older I've got, the more I've realized it is better to give than to receive. And my legacy would be truth and saving other people's lives, regardless of what happens to me. I'm not bothered about me. And, and, and John, only Looney, about John me, you're a beautiful person. Spoke. If you keep going with this, I'll keep you. But uh, you probably got to go. But let me just explain something. We're going to win this in the info war, thanks to men and women like you. But let's just be clear, because you didn't grow up around a Second Amendment, tough guys in the UK, kick-ass, badass people, because that was taken from you because they're scared of you. Let me just say something. With a hammer, you can take all the guns you ever want, okay? With gasoline, you can take out anything you want. And I'm telling you, they can't stop our will, the kind of people they've got with their weapons. If they come for people, like Alexander Solzhenitsyn said, the Russians would have just stood up with their hammers against the NKVD, and that was in Germany, or against the uh, GRU and the KGB. They'd have won very quickly. So I'm just telling you right now, if you know total resistance, if we go to civil war and martial law, those soldiers are going to go to bars. Those soldiers are going to go to restaurants. Those soldiers are going to walk outside their house at night, and we're not looking for that. But if you study total resistance... They got a big problem. Listen, I've got guns, and I'm not going to use them offensively. If I got attacked, I will. I don't need any guns. I can get all the guns I want, and I can drive an 18-wheeler, and I can do a lot of stuff. So I'm just saying, so just when you say they're not going to mop you up, okay, I just want you, if we go to physical confrontation, you're going to destroy the New World Order. And you, uh, I think you've hit the nail on the head there. I think um, this is a war unlike any other, and I don't think it will come to violence. I sense these people are flapping now. They've lost it now. They're backtracking now. It's not going to come to that. It's going to be the only way forward, I think, is consciousness and us withdrawing our consent from them. Um, we're not going to have to fight them. They're, they're going to collapse. 
And when it does, I believe it will probably come from America and then the House of Cards will fall globally. And I've seen victory. It will come. I promise you it will come. And it will be due to people like you um, relaying stories that, are, you know, that I've, I've been able to tell. I feel very, really privileged to speak to you, sir. I feel privileged to speak to you. What time is it in the UK right now? It is uh, five to seven in the evening. Well, we really appreciate your time. I want to ask you to come on for a commercial-free show in the next few weeks because those are even more powerful than a lot of radio stations and TV stations. We have to take breaks. But in the time we have, what else would you like to impart to folks, John? I, I just um, – I would ask them to hold firm, stand there. You know, they're going to tell you you can't travel. They're going to tell you you can't buy food. They're going to tell you that you can't work. Stand firm because if you take any of these injections, they will kill you. You will get sick and you will die. Um, uh, and I think when the time comes and the next pandemic that Bill Gates has sat there and gloated about comes, get rid of the 5G mask because you'll find that you'll all recover quite quickly. Turn your internet off. You're going to recover quite quickly. You'll be surprised. Absolutely. But uh, you, you just hit on something there. I know you got to go, but we got to go to break in a minute. Will you do five more minutes with us? Of course I will. I, I, yours for as long as All right, well, you just, you just, I'm really, we have a lot of great guests, but you really, I can tell her dialed in. You just alluded to something. You said when they cut things off, they tell you you can't travel, we can't eat. You're telling people, and I totally agree. I know they've said it, but I know in my bones, they're getting ready for a new virus, a new lockdown. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bill Gates has already said it, and he could barely contain his excitement when he, he sat there, didn't he, with uh, Melinda, and they could barely contain their excitement. I could see it. I know you could see it. Well, he said, and, and, oh, you're not scared of what happened? Something much worse is yeah. coming. And this son of yeah, a bitch starts giggling. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he said, you'll take notice of this one. And he meant what he said. You know, uh, what are we going to do? What are we going to do about it collectively? How much do we love each other? I love your children as much as I love mine. That's why I speak out. And I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. And we will beat them. I know we're going to beat them. And the idea is to inspire others to want to do the same. We're going to beat them, Alex. Their time is like a flower in the field. Pretty soon the wind's going to blow over them and its place will know it no more. Very impressive, John O'Looney. And, and as the evil comes out in the open, more and more men and women have just been quietly living their lives are going to activate and we are going to Nuremberg to these people and they're going to get their necks broken at the end of a row. Here is 2030. The World Economic Forum's agenda unfolds, ushering in an era where AI seeks to dominate. In this world of steel and algorithms, there's a ray of hope for humanity. It's bodies from InfoWarsStore.com. This revolutionary blend of ancient herbs and modern science stands as a symbol of resistance. It's not just about combating inflammation. It's about making your body feel invincible in the InfoWar. Visit InfoWarsStore.com and order yours before the sale is terminated.
and get the fish oil. Discover the remarkable benefits of fish oils with Ultimate Fish Oil from InfraWars Life. Packed with essential nutrients like EPA and DHA, it promotes optimal health, joint, and cognitive health. This powerful formula includes wild anchovy, krill, and salmon oil, providing superior antioxidant content. With a natural targeted delivery system, each capsule delivers 1,000 milligrams of concentrated EPA and DHA. Enhance your well-being and vitality with Ultimate Fish Oil. Available now at InfraWarsStore.com. 